What's up everybody? Here for my live Q&A and I'm gonna answer. I've got four questions ahead of time. Uh, I've tagged you four guys in this who asked me the questions. So I'm gonna go ahead and answer these questions and if anybody sees this while I'm while I'm doing it and wants to ask a question, happy to answer now. If you see it later and would like me to answer a question, go ahead and just comment it here or message me or whatever and I'll answer it in the next one I do, which normally would be Friday, but since Friday's Christmas, the next one will be um, next Monday. All right, let's jump into them. Victor says, any replacement for the barbell bench press? As much as I like it, it hurts my right shoulder. I don't ego lift and my bench is relatively weak but it seems like every time after benching, my right shoulder is hurting. Want to avoid a more serious injury. So, Victor, um, a few things here. First of all, man, um, it totally depends on your goals, right? So, like, if you have a goal of competing in a powerlifting meet, for instance, you need to do bench press specifically because you're going to be doing that in the meet. But if you don't have, like, competitive goals or anything like that, you don't have to bench. Now, is there another exercise out there that is just as good that is just as optimal for like your chest uh as a bench press a barbell bench press i'm gonna personally say there's not one that's that optimal but if it, if you hate it if it's causing you pain you should try something else that being said i would i would encourage you to maybe send me a form video sometime man if you'd like to to do it with light weight and send me a form video so that i can give you some feedback because typically if somebody's experiencing pain um i would say 90 percent of the time that they're experiencing pain in a lift um it's because of some form issue i'm not saying that's necessarily the case with you you might be part of the 10 percent that's not but send me a video if you'd like um that being said if the the, the next best the next best exercise um for that that muscle group that i would recommend would be a weighted a weighted chest dip um i don't have my dip belt in here I would show you, but basically it just goes around your waist, has a chain that hangs down that you can hang plates around or whatever. Um, and you, in the, you've got the dip bars and instead of like being upright, like you would be for a tricep dip, you would lean forward, shift the weight, and you're pushing up like that into the chest. So that would be a good substitution. Also, if, you're, if a bench is here hurting your, your arm, a dip may also. Send me a form video, dude. I would love to critique it and see if we could fix it. Let's see, Joshua. If losing fat is all about calories in and out, why do some lifters eat a ton of clean calories and claim eating more and claim eating more clean food helps you burn more fat? Like for example, eating six ounce chicken breast, greens, rice four times a day. Um, okay, man. So what I would say here's the thing: eating clean in and of itself does not help you burn fat. It doesn't. Okay. Calories, if you, if you consume more calories than you burn, you will gain weight. You will. If you flip that, you will lose weight. And if you stay at the same, then you're going to maintain. That's just how it is. So, like, eating clean in itself, in and of itself, does not cause you to lose body fat. Okay? Like, um, and if you don't believe me, just crush, like, peanuts and, I don't know, put, like, tons of just clean oils in your food and stuff all day and watch as you gain body fat, okay? Like that's, that's how it will happen. However, what eating clean does do is typically, um, it all comes down to food choice, but for the majority of people, eating clean is going to, by default, put you into a caloric deficit because these are, there are less nutrient dense food, less calorie dense rather foods. So let's, as an example, let's contrast a, 
let's contrast my favorite candy bar as zero. I don't know if anybody else likes that, but that's my, that's my favorite. My favorite candy bar is a zero bar. It's white chocolate, delicious nougat. I love that candy bar. If you have um, a zero bar, it is very high fat. It's very high sugar. Uh, so the, the sugar, uh, the carbs, you know, and it mostly come from sugar. Things like that. So, like, that is a very nutrient-dense food. I can't tell you right offhand what the calories are for that, but it's in the hundreds, okay, if I have if I have the zero bar. Um, so, that's it. That, that is one, one candy bar not going to go a long way toward filling me up. You know, I'm still going to be hungry. And it's going to have it's, – it's not going to it, – it's calorie-dense without being, like – filling for the most part. You know what I mean? So it's pushing your calories up. So let's just say contrast the zero bar over here. Let's just throw out 300 calories um, versus let's say brought you through Brock greens out there. Let's say like just a huge massive bowl of greens would probably not even be the same amount, not even be close to the same amount of calories as that one candy bar. And you probably won't be able to eat that whole bowl of greens. Okay, so like because of that, because of how, how, how calorie dense things that are not clean are and how, how like non-calorie dense most of these cleaner foods are, um, it, it, you just you get fuller more, you're not able to eat as much of it. You know what I mean? So it, by default, people who choose to eat cleaner usually you consume fewer calories. That's the best way I can answer your question, but if somebody's out there telling you that you just need to eat clean to lose weight, that it's not that simple. It's wrong. Okay. All right. Let's see. Reginald. Let's see. He says, for whatever reason, right now it's showing me how many people are watching, but it's not showing me who's watching. So I'm um, sorry if I'm not shouting you guys out if you're on here. Uh, let's see. Reginald says, to grow my calves and make them bigger, should I be doing 400 pound calf raises, eight reps, three sets, or should I be doing 200 pounds for 12 reps with four to five sets? Dude, okay. Um, I also, I don't know if, if you have the problem of like small calves or if you just are wanting to add size to your calves. Cal my calves are my least favorite part of my body. Like they're the thing that I'm probably most insecure about. Um, like my cat, because like I train my legs, right? I have decent sized quads, hamstrings. Um, but if you're wearing shorts, people can't see your quads and hamstrings unless you're really wearing really short shorts so they assume you don't do they assume that you like don't do leg day you know what i mean and i hate it i hate it so much because my calves like i was gonna show you but it's just awkward hang on so like look like my calves have definition right a little it's not a ton but like if you zoom out my calves look small as i'm just standing here but even though i train them like three times a week right so like i train my calves all the, like three times a week but even to get them to that size, here's what I have done. Here's what I've done. I train calves three times a week, five sets each time. Um, one, t one day, I do eight to ten reps, usually ten, five sets of eight to ten on a standing barbell um, calf raise. And the other two days, I do actually sets of 20 to 30 reps. This is the only thing I do this on. I don't know why it causes it. Um, I don't know why it, sh it causes, like your calves to grow theoretically it doesn't make a lot of sense things in that rep range should be working more for endurance for whatever reason the calves seem to be an exception to that like they seem to grow better when worked in various rep ranges especially a high like burnout rep range so the other two days i'll do five sets of 
um, like 20 to 30 reps of the standing barbell. And then the other day I do uh, five sets of 20 to 30 reps on the seated calf press machine. Because there are different muscles in your calves that, that that works when you're, if this is the front of my foot, right? When I'm doing a calf raise, uh, a standing barbell calf raise, my foot's going like this, if this is my toes. And if I'm doing the seated, my foot is doing this, right? And that works two different muscles in the calf. So you want to combine seated and standing and you want to work in low and high rep ranges. That's my personal opinion and what I've had results with. All right, let's see. Last one here, Joel says, what's the difference in training load and adaptation with a set of exercises in a workout versus the same volume spread throughout the day? For example, say I do four by 10 sets of pull-ups in eight minutes versus four sets of 10 every hour. Dude, that's a good question. You know, I don't think I've been asked that question before. I think, here's the thing. I, I don't think that if you're just taking them kind of and setting them side by side with like everything optimal, I don't think there would be much of a difference. But I do think that in those two options, I would prefer the one every hour, one set every hour for the, sing for the singular reason that you will not rush your rest times on that. Okay, the majority of people are going to rush their rest times. So like, let's say you say four sets of 10 in eight minutes. Okay, so like that, let's see. So that's <clears throat> one set in every two minutes, but I don't know, it depends how long it takes you to do the pull-ups. You know, if, you're if it takes you 10 seconds to crank out 10 pull-ups, that's gonna be a different rest time than if it takes you 30 seconds to crank out 10 pull-ups. You know what I mean? So like. If you're resting your rest times, you're going to leave so much on the table. So that for, for that reason, how I'd answer it is, if they're side by side, like all, all, all variables are optimal, I don't personally think there'd be much of a difference. But for the reason that I think people rush their rest times the majority of the time, I would prefer people, if they, have, if they would do it, you know, one set every hour, I think would be the better one just because people will actually give enough rest to hit that set with their full, you know, with, with all their energy and actually have let the muscles recover. All right, let's see some stuff. Michael, your shorts are too long and loose, bro. Show them quads off. <laughs> no, nah, man. Oh, man. Yeah, dude, you know, I'm just not like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not a like wear tight or, or short clothing kind of person, I guess. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I've got no issue with people who wear the short shorts and tank tops. It's just not my, not my thing, man. Joel, dude, I just answered your question. Hope you saw that. All right, Victor, what's up? I answered your question at the beginning, dude. I'm sorry you missed it. Um, watch this from the beginning. I, I answered yours first, so you shouldn't have to watch too long into the video. It should only be like less than a minute in when I start talking about your question. All right, guys, I'm going to end this. Um, I will not do a live on Friday because it's Christmas. I will do one on Monday. Um, so if I get questions between now and then, I will answer them on Monday's live. Uh, but if anybody wants clarification or anything, let me know. Yep, yeah, man, no problem, Victor. Everybody have an awesome, awesome Christmas.